Welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Callum. And we're all about, you guessed it, Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Do you want to mix the entrance, the, the intro up then? Yeah, threw me off. I know. I know. Are you okay? Yeah, are you? Yeah. What's been happening this week? Anything? Not a lot. A lot of work. Not a lot of pleasure. All work and no play makes Callum a dull boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Although I do want you to tell me, first of all, we're going to go straight to Rugby League, first of all. Okay. I want you to tell me about the greatest kick and chase try in Rugby League this weekend. Well, it wasn't Johnny Lomax. Tell me. It was me. (laughs) It was me. So, go on. You got it? Well, I just had a little little, uh, cheeky chip and chase. Chip over the top, managed to get it, bounced. For once, it bounced straight back into my hands and uh, just a little little pop-off and a little hot potato pass to support in play and they went over. Excellent. Was it a match-winning try? No, we lost, but it was good. Well, you're not bothered now, no. are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right, Jack, yeah. Yeah. You, realize, you also know as well that people are after a picture on Twitter or whatever of your rugby league mullet, don't you? Yeah. How do you feel about that? In demand. Yeah. Is so. it going to happen? Maybe. Okay. All right, let's see. Maybe. Don't want to overhype it, you know. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Big weekend of sport coming up as well. Challenge mm-hmm. Cup, obviously we're going to re- we're going to preview that in a bit. Yes. And then you've got the Masters this week. Yeah, Masters. Uh, City Liverpool. Yeah. That's a big game at football. Yeah, that is. Uh, the Australian formal urn. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's quite a lot going on. There is quite a lot going on. Looking forward to the Masters. Who's you got your money on? Uh, my big bet, as in my five pound bet, if you like. Okay. It's going to be like I'm going. I'm going for Xander Shoffley. Okay. But I'm going to have an, e- an each way on an outside. It's fifty to one. Corey Connors. Is that the Canadian lad? He is he had three top tens in the last three years? You don't do anything else apart from play at the Masters, that lad. There you go. Oh, no, who am I thinking? Zalatori. Oh, what, Will Zalatori? Yeah. You're him. thinking of Fred Couples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fred Couples for first-round leader is always a good bet. Yeah, you can't last any longer than 18 holes. <laughs> no. First-round leader, Fred Couples. Okay, there you go. So, you heard it here first. Yeah. Shop. Who's your money on? Um, I can't remember. I've had a couple. Okay. My biggest one, I think, each way... 60 to 1 was uh, Terrell Hatton. Okay. Well, let's see then. Yeah. If you're not on the pod next week, we'll know you're in, you're in Barbados or something somewhere. <laughs> yeah. If you're With in, my 120 quid that yeah, way. <laughs> if we're both here next week, we'll know that we have won. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, what's on tonight's show then? Uh, well, obviously, we re, we, we'll be reviewing the latest Super League round. Yep. Uh, stats, Bobby Stats of the Week. A couple of bits of news, run through the NRL scores. Uh, Matt from down at Bellevue, our uh, Wakefield fan, will be back on this week to, to talk about um, 
the, the good run that Wakefield have been on. We're um, going for that for good news, aren't we? Yeah. We said last week, didn't we, we needed some good news from, from our our fans, our fan base, didn't we? Yeah, so I think it'll be quite a, a positive fan chat this I week. I think so, yeah. Um, and then we will finish off with the Predictions League. And obviously we won't be uh, doing any predictions this week with it being Challenge Cup quarterfinals uh, later on this week. But we will see what happened in round uh, eight, was it? Seven. 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 Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. All right, then. So let's, uh, without further ado, let's get on with round seven, shall we? Yes. Where would you like to start? I think we're going to start with the Thursday night game because it was a, it was a close one. See, what I was surprised at this week, last week we said all these games are really difficult to, to predict. Mm-hmm. And I thought they'd be, all be really close. And in actual fact, there was, there was only a couple that were really ended up like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this was one of them. Uh, Wigan 19, Hull 18. Yeah. Um, and when I saw Hull squad, I didn't hold out much hope, to be honest. It wasn't so much to start in 13, but I thought the bench looked a bit uh, weak mm. with a couple of knocks and stuff that they've got. Uh, but put up a really good fight and unlucky to, to not win, really, in a lot of ways. I don't think they were unlucky. I think they blew it. Mm-hmm. I think I think they should have won. They were eighteen twelve up and under Jay Field try where his second gets, one. Yeah, where yeah. He, where he breaks the that's shocking tackling. Lazy, tired tackling that in it. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you but when you're clinging onto a six point lead, yeah. you've got A, you've got something to defend. And B, you've got to throw your body there on, on the line. It really, really swung the and, uh, momentum, didn't and it? And you also know that when he gets the ball, then mm. things can happen. Yeah. So yeah, you got to be on him, man. Yeah. yeah, of course you have. You've got to be even more alert. I think you know it's 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 not like um, you know it's not like a prop that's plodding down the middle, and you think, well, if you know if he breaks, he's not going to make you know fifty yards. If he breaks through your line, it's good night, isn't it? Yeah, which is which is exactly what happened. And yeah. he left Connor grasping thin air as well. He missed him as well. Yeah, he and did. Then, yeah, yeah, and then eighteen all, and then for the second time in in a number of weeks, Harry Smith then. Uh, goes down and gets the drop goal, and even on that one, Hull FC were at the other end of the field, yeah, and they made far, far too much ground on the six tackles for uh, for FC's liking. I mean, credit to Wigan, you know they've pulled it out the bag again, and that's a couple of they've, they've. Sometimes we talk about teams not you know winning when they're not particularly playing well, mm. and it's a it's a you know it's a good trait of a, of a good team, yeah. Um, so I think well done to them, but I, I do think that Hull will be extremely disappointed and I think the fans will be extremely disappointed as well yeah um, I agree uh, a couple of good things from from Hull there I think Joe Lovett-Dewa looks a really good signing he looks like a really good player yeah he made the team of the week on mm. the uh, the the, uh, the um, Super League yeah. uh, team of the week yeah he looks a really good player um, so they'll be happy with how he's going I think like you say, they'll be disappointed they haven't won that one. But um, earlier on in the season, you'd have thought them going to Wigan and losing by one would be mm. a really, really good thing for them. The, the only thing that I would say on that is if they're going to progress, like we've talked about them perhaps progressing, they're the games that they would need to see out. Yes, they are, yeah. Yeah, that's where they've got to be a little bit tighter, haven't they? And, yeah. And... and Take that next step now. Yeah. But um, the next league game for Wigan is the Derby. 
and they go in it, joint top. Mm. Yeah. And that's a sellout. It is a sellout. It is a sellout. It's at uh, Saints it is this Saint. year round, yeah, isn't it? Is it is at Saints, yeah. Yeah. So that that'll should be a fantastic game. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the full house as well. Yeah, I mean, next week's looking like it's got a few crackers, really. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and where, where, how do you rate them so far this season? Then they were six out of seven, but they don't look at times they've played particularly that well. No, but like you say, sometimes that's the a, a trait of a, a championship winning team mm. to get points where you're not particularly playing well. Um, and I think really, apart from a couple of bad weeks in France, and they still won one of their games as well, mm. but apart from a couple of weeks, bad weeks in France, they've, they've looked quite good really. Yeah. Um, so next week will, will obviously be the biggest test for them. Yeah. Um, you know, and if they do come through that, victors, then uh, the, the the momentum that they'll probably take from, from that will be immense. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Huddersfield 28, Catalan Dragons 12. Yeah, Huddersfield having a, a really continuing a, a really good season, aren't they? And and I mean, I didn't expect them to, to win this game. I, I don't know how much the uh, delayed kickoff helped them. Uh, I think Catalan had to travel f- to Toulouse from Perpignan because of bad weather, mm. and that was the that was the reason delay. for the uh, delayed kickoff. So not much time to. Get prepared, I think, for Catalan. How much that played into it, I don't know. But, um, and I think it was Ian Watson that said it after the game, it looked like Huddersfield had had the the delayed preparation because Catalan started miles better and, and Huddersfield started really flat. So, yeah. I mean, if you're a professional team, I mean, you're gearing things by the minute, as in preparation for your game. Yeah. So you're gearing your warm-up, you're, you're gearing your, your strapping, your preparation when you're going out and you're gearing out for that 8pm kickoff, And then all of a sudden, if, if you've then got to alter things, sometimes it can just play with, with players' minds a little bit and yeah. staff's minds as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So They did well. Didn't miss um, Will Price this week? No, Theo Fars looked like he had a decent outing. Yeah. Um, I think it was him that put the... Might have, I think it was Theo Fars that put the, the bomb up that, that Tompkins dropped that, left, uh, that led to the Danny Levi try. It was... It was, but again, he kicked it higher than I've ever seen him kick it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but an unusual mistake from Sam Tompkins. So does that come into that preparation and um, sort of maybe being a bit off put? I don't know. I don't, I don't was, think so at that point in the match. Maybe not. Maybe not. Was it was it second half? I can't remember. But even so, it wasn't early on. I don't think was it. But a, a very uncharacteristic. uncharacteristic uh, Say that again. What is it? Uh, uncharacteristic. <laughs> You got subtitles, yeah. Uncharacteristic. That's what I said. Yeah, uh, I'm tired. Leave me alone. Okay. Um, yeah, uncharacteristic mistake from I got there. Uh, Sam Tompkins. Yeah, which led to to that try. Um, Josh and Drinkwater then, again impressed me. Yeah, he had a good break, didn't he? And yeah, I can't remember who went Davis, over in the end. Uh, oh yeah, the Davis try in the corner, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, but a good good break from him there. Um, no, Mitchell Pierce. Where, where was he's he? He's banned, week? I think. Oh, is he? I wasn't. I wasn't sure where he was. To be yeah. honest, right? Yeah, he's, he's banned. I'm not sure where he's been when he's been playing. Sometimes so I wasn't sure where he was this weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I think he stayed in France eating. 
croissant, croissants. Croissant, and, yeah. Cheese and wine. Yeah, cheese and wine. Yeah. Cheese and wine for a couple of weeks for him. Um, and then... Where are we playing, mate? Uddersfield. Uh, <laughs> ah, nah, mate. I don't fancy that, I don't mate. fancy that. Ah, what's there? They've got a statue of Harold Bilson. Um, nah, mate. <laughs> He's like most of the ones who play for our team. They don't want to play away. <laughs> yeah. All your games get cancelled when you're away. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You have that group chat, don't you? Who's playing? And then you just see about ten thumbs down. Yeah. About six up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Um, and then and then sort of sealed it, didn't they, with the Josh Jones try, which I think I thought was quite lucky, really, that little pinball grubber. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, pinball wizard, wasn't he, for that one? Yeah, yeah he was. Um, and then that's, that, that sealed it. But Huddersfield looking really good, really. I think they're sitting third in the yeah. league. Five I think, from seven. So, yeah. Third in the league, they are. Five from seven. Excellent start. Yeah. Well organised, well coached. Mm. Yeah. Looking looking good. Yeah, absolutely. Um Castleford back to winning ways. Uh Castleford thirty two to lose six. Yeah, all the good work that Toulouse have done over the last couple of weeks, you know, pushing pushing Wigan close. Yeah. Uh beating St Ellen's. Um all seems to um, have unravelled. Yeah, walls come tumbling down. Yeah, the um, the Liam Watts try said it all for me. If you saw that one, I I was just about to say that. Yeah, he just well, he just got the ball and ran in mm. really, and 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 shoved a defender off. And um, I think that I was looking, I was watching the highlights, and I thought, Do you know that that sums that sums your performance up. If you're letting if you're letting someone score a try. Mm. That easily, yeah. You could see that try coming though. Because earlier on in the game, that just the amount of tackles that they fell off, and yeah. it was almost like cast players were made out of rubber, and they were just they just pinging off, and yeah. they couldn't wrap them up. They were just falling off them, bouncing off them, and I, you just thought this isn't going to end well, and it didn't. No, and then um, to cap it all off, Lucas Albert got like just a this. Funny yellow card where he seemed to be like, I don't know who it was. Oh, it was number four. Mamo. Mamo. It was Mamo, wasn't it? And um, he was like trampling all over him for ages. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up getting a yellow card. Yeah. It just made me chuckle. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a bit weird. Well, yeah. obviously damage is done anyway, that. But 32-6, you think, oh, just like you said, they were building and now they've got to rebuild. Mm. Yeah. It's strange one. I don't know. I don't know. After they beat Saints, you're thinking, all right, yeah, maybe... <laughs> Maybe these are gonna go on and win a few, and and then put in that sort of performance, and you now you, then you sort of backtrack on on what you were saying the last few weeks. Yeah, Man, do you remember when London did that when they went down? They beat Saints home and away, didn't they? I was like, yeah, didn't they beat them twice? Yeah, they beat I them it was home twice. and away, but they beat them. I think it might have been one where they played three three times that year, and I think they definitely beat them twice. They definitely beat them twice. One though, was in Golden they? Point, if I remember That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, so it happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll, um, see. we'll um, see how they get on anyway. What did you make of this one? Because I thought this was a really interesting game before before kickoff. Um, another one where the team were delayed in, in arriving, which was because of the M62. <laughs> um, Hull KR 34, Warrington 18. A walloping, wasn't it? Yeah. Absolute walloping. Warrington are in serious trouble. 
Yeah. Serious trouble. Which is what Daniel was saying last week from mm. at a loose wire when he came on the pod last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and he he was pretty much saying the same thing. He was they thought they were struggling for forwards, thought there was a culture problem. Mm. Um and there was nothing in that game, I don't think, to dispel anything that he said. No, they're just in a real downward spiral at the minute. Mm. And yet the players that they've got, unbelievable. Mm. Um, uh, Frankie Halton scored the first try for mm. KR. Yeah. Um, good signing from Featherstone. And it just got me thinking that, again, you know, you look at Alex Wormsley at Saints, etc. You know, the, the, there's players there in the championship that I've said it for a long time that do just as good a job, if not better, and particularly a better long term mm. than overpaid beat up stars from the from the NRL. Yeah. Forwards when they come over. Mm. No, I agree. And I think he, he, you know, looking at his, I've only seen him that once really, but looking, he made the team of the week. Mm. And looking at him, I thought, you know, that that's another one that could be, you know, really mm. pushing on to do to do something from the championship. Yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> um, when you look at some of the Aussies that have come over and have just been garbage, yeah. and then you've got young lads like you say, Alex Wormsley. Um, Frankie Holton. Um I think Joe Batchelor was signed from from a championship York. team. I can't remember where it was, I think but it was York, I think. Um there's probably there's probably a couple more, I just can't think of any off the top of my head, but you well, would well, think there would be Bentley see, came as well. He was Bradford. Was Bradford, right, yeah. Yeah, I think well, Zach Hardick yeah, come from Featherstone, didn't yeah. he? There's, there's real talent there. Yeah. And I think sometimes I think that perhaps clubs are a little bit lazy in looking for it. Mm. Or don't, not so much that's, that's probably the wrong thing because they've all got really good scouting networks and stuff, but the recruitment, I suppose, I suppose, do they want to take the chance in a, in yeah, a salary cap Is it like sport, a, a you know? lack of trust type thing? And, or the, and they're going to have to pay. Do you think it's too high risk? Yeah. Mm, is it, I honestly don't think it's any higher risk than signing up an Aussie who's been in the NRL for 10 plus years. No. I agree. He's no. battered. Yeah. So and then doesn't make any yards and spends half the half the, the uh, term on the sidelines. Mm. No, I, I totally agree. Um, a um, couple of questions for you. Yeah. If Mikey Lewis progresses at the the rate he is doing, does he have a shout of making England's World Cup team? No. <sighs> I don't. He might get in the squad. squad. I don't think he'd play. Squad? Possibly. Possibly the squad. But no, I think it's too soon. But every time you see him, he gets better. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's not a talent, and I'm not saying he can go on and, and achieve some fantastic things. I just don't want to put, or I don't want Sean Wayne to put too much pressure on him too early mm. and, and sort of hail him as this this golden boy and he's going to be sort of like the saviour and whatnot and build him up and him sort of crumble under it all or not live up to those expectations. Yeah. No, fair enough. Uh, another question for you. What was Joe Bullock's yellow card for? Absolutely no idea. I honestly couldn't tell you. I've rewatched that. I rewound it about five times and he makes a tackle, goes back in the line. I'm like, what's... I, I don't get I don't know what it was for. I really don't understand what it was for. 
I don't. I was I was confused. I didn't really understand. He he just made a tackle, mm. and he was like second man in or third. But he, it wasn't it wasn't a hip drop. Wasn't a cannonball tackle. He got back in the line, and before he's got, it's got to be offside. No. So because they haven't played the ball, and he's done something that, that so I, I don't understand what he's done there. No, I don't. If you can, I help, don't. If you can help us out, please let us know because I've no idea. Yeah. No, I I, I struggled with that one. But um, not not many cards is round, so it's as if they are listening to fans and players and whatnot and have sort of backtracked on this. These late ones. Ridiculous. Well, there was a kick, and I can't remember which game I saw it in one of the highlights. It could have been, I don't know, actually, I'm guessing. Huddersfield, I'm guessing. I think. Somebody tackled the kicker. I think it was Huddersfield. Right, after we'd kicked it, somebody tackled the kicker. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Because he's pretty much committed to the tackle. Yeah. There's nothing dangerous in it. The kicker kicks it and he and he and he wraps him to the ground. Yeah. Play on. Two weeks ago that'd have been a penalty oh, no, for Simbin. There was a penalty at Huddersfield, and I think it was what give them the two in the very last second to make it twenty eight twelve. Um and I think that was for a late late do on the kicker. But there was no card. No. That I'm aware of anyway. No, I can't remember which game it was, but I I did notice it and thought couple of weeks ago, that'd have been a sim bin. But it was just a penalty in that one yeah. anyway. But yeah. Before we move on from Hull Care and Warrington, I just want to talk to you about what, what you think about this around... Do you think that Daryl Powell just... Uh, he, well, he was that disgruntled, wasn't he? He's offered to meet the fans, wasn't he? I'd love to about, be in that. About how mm. he's going to change it. I'd love to be in and that. And he's like, just something's got to change, blah, blah. Do you, do, you think he, do you think he plays too much of a bit of a blame game? Um, and what I mean by that is that sometimes other coaches go, "I'm responsible. I'm hundred percent this." He sometimes I think that he says, "Well, they've got to change. I'm butting heads with the players. The players have got to do this. They've got to learn this." Mm. I don't know. It's difficult in it without being on the inside, really. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying that public persona. But I mean, like Daniel was saying, that the problems have been there before Powell. Mm. So if he's come in and said, "Well, this isn't right." And we need to change this. Then yeah. he, he has to be a bit stubborn well, in that. I think. Well, at this rate, they'll be there after him. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, but what struck me was I just saw the interviews after the game. Daryl Powell doing that, and then I really like Tony Smith. Yeah, I love Tony Smith. Well, he's like he's bubbly, he's effervescent, he's he's. Yeah, they've just won though. To be fair, I know, but but when you see other players as well. They talk so highly about Tony Smith. The lead, the Leeds players did. Um, Warrington when they won the coach, uh, like uh, Lee Breeze, you said this is the best coach we've ever had. And I've just read as well. I know you're reading at the minute, aren't you? Stanley Jean's autobiography. Yeah, I'll give it you. And he says the same thing about him. Well, he did his foreword for him as well, Tony Smith. Yeah, in that book. He's almost like the Wayne Bennett of Super League, isn't he? Yeah. Like, in the way that people speak about him. Do you know what I like about him as well? He's an Aussie, come over, but he stayed and put everything into Super League. Britain, uh, it's British citizenship now as well. Yeah, and he coached Great Britain, didn't he? England, yeah. Great Britain, I can't remember what it was England. at the time. Was it England at the time? But I think so. Whatever it was, but it was, yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, he did the international stuff yeah. as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, no, it seems like a really but, good bloke but as a, well. The only reason I wrote that down in my notes is because it's a totally different, and you're right, one's won, one's lost. But there seems to be a different sort of vibe that comes off him. Mm. 
mm. compared to some other coaches. Yeah, and they're going for a bit and and sort of on butting heads, and it it's sort of being like brutal honesty. I don't know if I, I don't know. There's just something about it that makes me think. Sometimes you need to. Sometimes you need to keep it inside. Yeah, not inside you. Inside In, the dressing the dressing room. room yeah. It's just something about a couple of things he said that makes me think he's trying to make other people look stupid. Mm. Or trying to make people aware this isn't my fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like you say, the blame game. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um. Well, it's not much better for this next team. Leeds nil, St. Helens 26. And uh, I think before we really get into the game, James Robit, 500th game for St. Helens. Yeah. 500 so, games of top-class rugby league, that takes some doing. Yeah, it? he's just he's just evergreen as well, isn't he? Just, Good as ever, though. Yeah, just... I mean, yeah, he's probably... I mean, Slowed down a little bit, but only really last year or so. But but I watched that game on Friday, and I thought he was the best player on the field. He was. He was man of the match. I think he won man of the match, and he was man of the match by a mile. Yeah. He was just unbelievable. And not because it's his 500th game. And he's only dropped by his own standards. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like people have overtook him. Yeah. Because for me, he's still the best nine in, in the league. Well, other hookers... Come and not come and go, but have real purple patches. Mm. Houghton's done it. Clark's done it. McShane's, McShane's done, done it. McShane's done it. And then somewhere they seem to just drop off for. A, mm. yeah, I'm not saying not class players. Not saying oh yeah, that for no. A minute. But I'm just saying, but they seem to have a real purple patch. Yeah. Roby seems to do it every single week. He could genuinely. And I, seriously, when I say this, he could genuinely be Man of Steel every single year. Yeah. And yet he's won one. And the one he won should have been Trent Barrett's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and I, do you know? And sometimes I think that's testament to his own performances because you because you take it for granted. Oh, Roby's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, we it's James Roby. We expect that. Yeah. So he's not really done anything. It'll be a, it'll be such a sad mess when he retires. Yeah, to the game. He's, he's just been unbelievable. Yeah, just a hero, absolute hero yeah. to to play five hundred games. For one club and and to still be going, yeah, he's in that uh, elite category. Yeah, I think yeah. he's he's probably going to be the most capped Super League player ever. I think, isn't he? Yeah, um, maybe. I'm not sure what the gap is actually. Uh, I don't know. Do you know what it might be? Kevin Sinfield. I'm sure he's on about 535. Might just fall short. Might if he fall retires short. At the end of yeah. This year, mind you. Yeah. Just do another year, play five games. <laughs> that's, what free. I, that's what I'd do. I would be like, I will do it for free. That's what I do. Put me in first half yeah. dozen games next year, then I'll retire. Yeah. And then like, yeah, just, just do that, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what, what I, I, I would. I'd well If do I'd that. done that for 20 years and I was five games short, I'd definitely do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just go, just put me on for the last five minutes. Yeah. Or first five or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely, I would, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> um a good, uh, a good performance from the youngster on the wing, John Bennison. Yeah, Made a good break. He, he recovered well from dropping a, a, an awful ball that gave Leeds a chance, and then yeah. uh, made it made a really good break for uh, I think it was it was it Lewis Dodd's try. Uh, I remember him wing. making a break. It was, it was Dodd's try, 
and then he made another break. Oh, yeah, he passed it back on the inside. That's right, and Dog, he made another he, yeah. break for Lomax's chip and chase yes, try. Yes, that's the, second, the break I was The thinking. second best chip and tra- chase try of the week. Yeah. Um, where everybody else just seemed... Lomax. Everybody else... <laughs> <laughs> where everybody else just seemed to stop. Yeah. Did everybody stop on yours, or was it just a moment of magic? Um, I think everybody stopped, but it was like they stopped in awe. Right. Everyone was like, wow. and you know, like when time slowed down yeah. for everybody, I think. It's like you feel like you were playing in slow motion. Yeah, but I think that's just because I'm not very quick. No, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leeds, struggling. <sighs> yeah. Saints, relentless, but Leeds, struggling. Saints, to be honest, attackingly, looked like they didn't have to get out of second gear. No. They looked, to me, a bit sort of going through the motions, especially first half. Second half was better from them, but defensively, they are so solid defensively. Yeah, um, Gary Hetherington is supposed to be in Australia at the minute, trying to get a coach. Um, mm. They need one quickly, don't they? Well, the latest rumour is that um, they are going to sign Shane Flanagan as head coach, and Kyle Flanagan's also going to come over. When you said Shane Flanagan, then I thought, oh, him out the Pogues. <laughs> that's a, that's that's not him, though, is to it? To be honest, he wouldn't do much worse. That's Shane McGowan. He wouldn't do much worse. You know what I was reading about him the other day? He's in a wheelchair and can't even get out of bed. Can he not? No. Drugs. Well, no, I think he hurt his knee, but he was probably <laughs> drugged up when he did. Anyway, I don't know, but anyway, it's different, different Shane. Don't worry yeah, about Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Um, Tommy Mack, another double, can't stop scoring at the minute, can he? And an, a, a really good interception, well, pretty much full length, I want it. Yeah. Um, I think he's joint top with um, the person who's coming up in the next game with 10 tries. Who also can't stop scoring. Mm. Yeah. Well let's, um, well, let's go on to that game then, shall we? Yeah, go on. Wakefield 30, Salford 24. This is this was to me all before the game was all about uh, Tom Johnston versus Ken Seo, mm. and Tom Johnston won. Yeah, um, two tries, two assists in forty minutes. Then got injured, only played the first half, and still made the Super League team of the week. Unbelievable, unbelievable first half. The, the, the second try he got where he walked through the defense mm. from the what looked like a forward pass. Yeah, but even so, he still had. He's still, still had so work much work to do. to do, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, and then injured himself in the act of scoring, didn't he? That's his only problem, isn't it? I just, I feel, I feel s- I don't know. sorry for him, yeah. but it's just, I just don't get it. But no. if he's fit, come World Cup time, oh, he's it's him and Makinson, surely, because Makinson can so. play on the uh, um, play opposite. They can play opposite sides anyway. Yeah, can't I, mean, I imagine either of them can play. Both sides, but Tommy Makinson we've seen this year has been doing... Left and right. And he yeah. played it for England as well in the New Zealand Test yeah, Series, yeah. didn't he? So. so there won't be an issue there. You know where, they, we actually, where we actually discovered him? Yeah. Where Wayne Bennett discovered him? Yeah, where have we been hiding him? Right. Playing for one of the biggest yeah. teams in the country, right? Yeah, I don't watch Super League. Yeah. What are you doing coaching? <laughs> yeah, I don't watch Super League. Get in the bin. One of the most bizarre comments I've ever heard in Rugby League. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ken Seo is just, I mean, for me, just so underrated because you know that if Salford are going to score, it's going to come through him. And yet he keeps doing it. He keeps it. doing it. Yeah, that's right. He keeps doing it. And yeah. it's like nobody can stop him. 
Well, again, this game was a game of two halves, wasn't it? Mm. You know, Wakefield had um, battered him first half. Do you know what? I know we're going to speak to Matt in a bit, but this makes, and I might even ask him, do you know where they went 30-0 down at half-time against Leeds? Mm. Remember that game a few weeks ago? It makes that even look even more ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. But Matt did say when he came on, they'd played one bad half yeah. in the season. So, yeah. fair enough. Um, the Reese Lynn try was spectacular as well, where they picked it up behind the line. That was Johnson again. Yeah, and then he passed it to Kay. He got a yeah. tackle and then went out wide. Again, another yeah. maybe forward pass, but... Uh, before we move off this game and move on to something else, just quickly talk to me about the tactics of a short dropout. Oh, don't even get me started on this dropout. Go on. Well, what? What is it? Twenty four, twelve. Yeah, twenty four, twelve. I think something it is. Like that, yeah, or fourteen or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four, twelve. I think. Yeah. yeah. And Salford force a dropout, don't they? Yeah. So what do Wakefield do? Go for a short one. To yeah. right hand side. Yeah. Goes ten. Nobody really challenges for it. Everyone seems to just run past it. Reese Williams grabs it from the air and just strolls over the line <laughs> and it puts them back within six points. Make it twenty four eighteen, won it. Yeah. That and you're just thinking, What are you doing? You've just let them back. You're twelve you... points up. Surely you're banging that to the halfway line and trying to make them start on the forty, aren't you? That could have seen them off that. No. Put them back within six points, and you're just thinking, especially what are you not, doing? Especially when the game's going as it was in the yeah. second half as well. Yeah, they lost the second half, didn't they? Yeah. And you're just thinking, what are you doing? Absolutely Why have you done that? bizarre choice of tactic. Anyway, they got away with it anyway. It's just one of those funny ones at the end of the day, I suppose, for Wakefield, isn't it? But it's just bizarre. It is. Very good bizarre. Ra- good round, though. Enjoy it was. This week. It was a very good round. Some good games. And so, Some good talking points. It was. So. And that was round seven. It was. It's Bobby Stats of the Week. That's right. It's Stats of the Week time. And he's not here. Unfortunately, he's unavailable. Do you want me to do the line? (laughs) Someone's going to have to. I'll do it. Okay. Hello. <laughs> it's not the same. I know, but... It's not the same. Anyway, he's at Shrek the Musical or something. <laughs> no, he's... He's he's at some football match or something. Oh, right, okay. So, somebody had a spare ticket. <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. Okay, so has he got no stats then? He has got stats. I have the pleasure of reading them out. Okay, then. Let's see how you go on then. How many have we got? Two, three, four, five, six. Okay, let's hear them then. Six. Stat number one. So, stat number one. Sean Russell of the Parramatta Eels and Tyler May of the Penrith Panthers have both currently scored five tries in three games, meaning they join a group of 23 other players to achieve scoring more tries than games in the NRL after just three rounds. Yeah. I don't feel like... That elite of a list, that does it when not there's when 20, just, 50, 25 <laughs> players on it. It's like it did a first and second or whatever, yeah. But like when you join 25, yeah, do you know what I mean? I, I no, mean, it's I a agree. good effort, yeah. Good effort, five tries in three is pretty good, it is. But, but I know what you mean, mm. okay. So that number two, right? I hope, I hope they get better as they go on. Then. This is good, I like this, all right. I like this. 
Ryan Pappenhausen has scored 50 points in his last three meetings with against the Bulldogs. However, 48 of those points have come in the last two games. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's actually a better stat than 48 points in two games, isn't it? Well, yeah. He's got 50 in three. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And you like that because he's obviously part of the mullet club. Yeah, and he's quality. Yeah. Exactly. Grow a mullet, you instantly become good at rugby league. <laughs> hey, just add mullet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Um, third stat. Yep. Isaiah Yo of the Penrith Panthers has now had four Man of the Match awards in a row. He's the first player in, the N- in NRL history to do this from the first four games. However, the record currently stands at six in a row with Jared Hayne from his 2009 standout season with the Eels. Wow. That's a good stat, that. Mm. Four and six in a row. I, I hope he doesn't go the same way as... <laughs> I don't think he will. Seems, seems like he's got his head screwed on a bit more. Right, OK. But that, <clears throat> that 2009 season from Hayne was just unbelievable. Yeah. One of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. It was better than Turbo Tom's last year. Yeah. I think so, anyway. Um, right, uh, Super League stats. Three Super League stats from the look of this. So, okay. St. Helens haven't conceded a point in their last two visits to Headingley when they were playing when they were playing against Leeds Rhinos because obviously um, they had some games in COVID and they were all at Headingley, didn't they? Yeah. So when they were playing Rhinos at Headingley, they haven't conceded a point in the last two visits. The last two results were forty-eight nil. And Friday's 26-0, meaning the total is currently at 74-0 in favour of St. Helens. Wow. I don't remember that 48-0. Neither do I. Well, we didn't before, did we? And we looked it up and it's true. Yeah. Because we were like, because they apparently they didn't play Leeds at Head and Lane yeah. in 2021. So it was that's, 2020. <clears throat> that's going to be a bit of a stinger for Leeds, isn't it? Mm, 74-0. Mm. Yeah. In fact, St. Helens, oh, hang on, there's an added bit here. St. Helens are the only side in Super League history ever to nil the Rhinos at home. Really? Mm. Twice? Twice, yeah. Mm. Excellent. Not for your leads. No. Um, <laughs> Huddersfield, uh, what's this, five? Yeah. Huddersfield Giants have had their best start to a season since 2013. The Giants have won five of their first seven games. Back in 2013, they won six out of seven and eventually went on to lift the league leader's shield. Could they do the same in 2022? I'd say no, but I'd think third is up for grabs for them. Third would be an awesome oh, achievement. Absolutely. Particularly when everybody mm-hmm. predicted them to come about ninth or tenth at the start of the season. And really, there's no reason why they couldn't sneak second. No. Like, I can't see them finishing top. But if, if Wigan or St. Ellen's have a bit of a wobble... Third or fourth is definitely doable. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, the last stat, St. Helens as a club are the first team in history to have both first team squads not concede a point this weekend as the men's team won 26-0 and the Saints women's team beat Warrington 54-0. Saints women's teams never seem to concede a point (laughs) every week. Do you reckon they've got the most... Like nillings in history. Yeah, probably. Well, for the time frame that they've been. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm, everything's gravy at St. Helens at the minute, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, anyway, that was the last one, so... It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. You're right, it's not the same. No, it's not. But, so be it. We lose listeners now. We know why. We know where to blame. Yep. Uh, I've got a couple of bits of news okay. this week. Um, first of all, the big news from the... We mentioned last week about the max, the uh, mascot boxing final. Oh, yeah. Rufus the Robin takes the title. Excellent. So congratulations to Rufus. And don't mess with him. The hard-as-nails Robin. Mm. So that was that was good. Beat Harry the Hawk in the final. Mm. Um, Rob Burrow collecting his MBE today. Oh, that was nice, yeah. Uh, off uh, Princess Anne. Yeah. And that was that was a really nice moment. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. I saw that today. Uh, spare a thought for Charlie Mills um, of Saddleworth Rangers, which is your ex-junior club, isn't it? It is, yeah. And spent some happy times there, didn't you, at Saddleworth? Yes. Who was your coach when you were there? Uh, it was Nicky Kiss. Nicky Kiss, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, Top man, Nicky. Yeah. Um, well, Charlie Mills uh, scored for Saddleworth and had a freak accident and the corner, the corner post went right through his leg. Yeah, that was not nice, was it? So no. to see the, oh. I don't know how it happened, but... My legs went funny. Well, I imagine his did as well, but... <laughs> <laughs> he seemed to be all right. The picture I saw was on the hospital bed that Barry McDermott tweeted, and he was... Oh, yeah. um, well, he was smiling, so... All them drugs. Yeah, <laughs> morphine, amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, I saw today as well news, but Josh Chandler, did you see this one? Yeah. Um, yeah. Some, well, scumbags basically mm. um, give him loads of abuse after the defeat at Hull KR. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which I saw, which I saw what they said actually. One of them said like, um, "He doesn't deserve to live. I hope he dies." Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Anyway, they they tracked him down, didn't they? And they had, they had a meeting with uh, Josh Charnley and this this fan. Did they? Yes, I didn't see that. Who I apologized. Saw, the latest I saw there was that that obviously they said what they said, and then the. Uh, well, fannied out and made their accounts private. Yeah, well, they, they've had a meeting with the club and Josh Charlie and they've apologised to both. Right. Yeah. Now, my thing is here, right, this this little sort of... Do you, do I imagine him to be sort of like this little sort of seven stone wet through mm. little guy on a keyboard mm. and then he goes into a room and Josh Charlie's sat there. I'm sorry. Do you think? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's Jackson Hastings, I think, replied to it and said you should invite him down for a training session. So yeah, we so he gets on. Absolutely. Well, he has apologised, mm. and he would do, really, wouldn't he, if he's in that situation one-on-one, because he ain't going to go like, I hope you die. No. Well, he's sat there with him, is he? No. That's the trouble with some of them on social media. Just keyboard warriors, aren't they? Absolutely. So I'm glad. I'm glad the club did that. I might do it, see if I get invited down to a training session now, because I'd be well up for that. <laughs> I won't mean it, obviously, yeah. but just to train with the Super League side, you'd be yeah. like, hey, look at this. I mean, he would, he's never played, it. I mean, he saw his picture, he's obviously never played a game of rugby league in his life. Oh, I'd never, I hadn't seen his picture, I just saw the story. He's alright, little dweeb. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, it's just no room for that, it's just like, it's just scummy, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like, oh, I like don't... people that brick away coaches. Yeah. What are you doing? Cowards, aren't they? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, that was better news. No, very good. I think it's time for this, isn't it? Yes. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. NRL time. 
Shall I just quickly read the scores out? Yes. Uh, Eels 48, Dragons 18, Storm 44, Bulldogs 0. And they laugh at our league sometimes, don't they, with the scores? Anyway. Yeah. Cowboys 4, Roosters 28, Seagulls 25, Raiders 6, Warriors 20, Broncos 6, Panthers 26, Rabbitohs 12. That was the big game of the weekend. Pumped them, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, that looks like um, a sort of close-ish run game. But I think Nathan Cleary missed first three conversions. Right. Like, the... They were all over him. Yeah. Absolutely all over Look him. a different class than again, don't I think they? the Bunnies are 15th. Yeah. Maybe 14th now. The Panthers look a different class again, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're unbelievable. Um, Sharks 18, Knights 0. And probably the most boring game I've ever seen in my life. Titans 8, Tigers 6. <laughs> you say that, yeah. but what an exciting finish. Exactly. No, I totally agree. And how they got the, how they got the try at the end. No, I've got a feel for that lad who dropped it, though. Like, yeah, I thought he had a really good game. and I haven't. Up the well, Titans. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, just, I mean, the dull game, but the finish was excellent. Yeah. Um, And the highlight of this week uh, is uh, the Jim Morrison from the Doors match this week. <laughs> Go on, then. It's, you love this joke, don't you? It's the Raiders on the Storm. <laughs> That's this week, is it? That's this week, yeah. Okay. Which gives me a chance to sing it again next week. Yeah, true. Well, I like that, though. Yeah. Wrong button. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's all gone to pot. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife. That's a spoon. So, um, yes, it's good news time, Callum. It is. It is, because on the line, we have... Matt from down at Bellevue. Matt, welcome to the show again. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me back on. I wondered if I'd put you off last time, but it seems, seems I did an all right job. Oh, no, more than all right, mate. And uh, we believe you're coming to us live from a disco tonight, aren't you? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. For some reason, I'm working away. I'm up in the northeast, so... I don't know if it's like a culture thing or what, but they've got donk music playing out of the warehouse and... It's just not for me, I'll be honest. <laughs> I think it might be a culture thing. I think you might be right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry to have alienated any of your North East listeners. Uh, yeah, probably, but never mind. <laughs> you're, about, you're about as far north as we go, I think. Uh, yeah, Hull, that's yeah. about it, isn't it? Yeah. We're all right until we get to Hull. Yeah. So, anyway, welcome, welcome, Matt. Callum, you're going to kick things off with Matt, aren't you, tonight? Yeah, so... Things have turned around a little bit since we've last spoke, haven't we? But I know that um, obviously last time you t- last time we had you on, you were talking about, and I remember you saying that obviously it was just sort of like the bounce of the ball while you weren't winning. Um, but now, well, you you've won what four in a row now, is it? So what? Yeah, yeah. What do you think is has changed? Why are you now getting the bounce of the ball? Do you think? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we did start getting the bounce of the ball because I looked really deluded and stupid if, if we'd have carried on losing after <laughs> saying that. But, um, yeah, I think things are just coming into uh, into our hands a little bit. I think Mason Lino coming back in and, and finding a little bit of form definitely helps. I think I, I know I made a bit of an outlandish comment last time about Tom Johnson being the best winger in the league, but I'm going to do it again here. Uh, for me, Mason Lino's the best halfback in the league. 
Um, and, and when he's when our pack is on top of another team's pack and he's got that space to operate, you, you, you see it. I mean, two weeks in a row at Warrington. Um, I know people aren't saying this. People are saying that this isn't a great Warrington side, but to do it back to back and for him to have the games that he's had in them games, he, he's, he's, a, he's a massive player for us. Do you think that's a bit disrespectful, Matt, when people say, well, Warrington have lost, they've lost twice now to Wakefield, and it's more about Warrington losing than Wakefield winning, isn't it, in certain circles? Do you think that's a bit disrespectful? Yeah. Um, to, to be fair, and I think most Wakefield fans tend to agree, we get this whoever we play. Like, I've seen Salford fans saying, oh, it's a disgrace that we've lost to Wakefield. And, and to be honest, like, it doesn't really bother me anymore. Yeah. I, they, it actually makes it funnier for me to read their tweets when mm. when they get really annoyed at losing to us. And um, yeah, I mean, I think if it was just the first game that we'd won um, on Channel Four, uh, people might have been right in saying that oh, yeah, it was a bit of a fluke or something. But to do it back to back when they're clearly hurting after that first one, um, and put in the performance that we did. Okay, we had two minute spell where they got a couple of tries, but. Other than that, I felt, I felt a little dominant against them. And I think people are starting to, I've seen a lot of Wigan fans saying we're in half-decent size, so mm. um, I think then they know what's coming up at the weekend. And I, I don't know, I think it's going to be... I know people are talking about uh, Catalans and St. Helens being tied around, but this is probably the second-best game of the weekend. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I've got to ask you, though, about the uh, the game at the weekend... And about the short drop dropout because oh. what was happening there? <laughs> it put them back within six, didn't it? And I'm just uh, thinking, what are they doing? Ah, uh, don't because we, we um, my friends at the Trinity Heritage podcast, they do like a live on a Saturday or a Sunday, sorry. And everyone felt really negative after we beat them. We're all sat there going, "I know we've won, but it feels like we've lost because the the, the game management was part of the second half." I mean. First half, Tom Johnston. I'm, I'm sure that you've already discussed the tries and, and what yeah. have you. He was he was just unplayable. Um, and then he he goes off as a precaution. I'm hoping rather than as an injury. I know he was injured, but sounds this according to Willie Coach, he, he should be okay for Sunday. Um, but he goes off. We have to reshuffle and and things just start going wrong. And rather than doing the basics, that first that first half an hour of the second half. We we didn't get anything right. We, we literally camped in our half. I, I, I'm all for the risk and reward sort of plays this year because, let's be honest, it's more fun. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm okay with us making mistakes if it's fun. Mm. Um, but when you when you're 16 points up and you're starting to starting to struggle a little bit in a game, just boot it long. I don't. I don't need that in my life. It's too risky. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually answered my next question as well, and about Tom Johnson and being out. I was going to ask you how long he's actually out for because I've got him in my dream team and he's getting me some right good players. So. <laughs> that was the next question answered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he should be okay. I think. I think Willie Poaching alluded to him being ill, and this back thing just kind of like <laughs> broke, the, broke the camel's back. Um, but I, I think he should be okay. I think Fafita might be back as well. So that'd be a massive boost, hope, then, won't it? Yeah. Ho- hopefully, Matty Pink's not listening in to, and he, yeah. he just ignores everything I've just said. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
So, I mean, we talked, you've mentioned Willie Poaching a couple of times there, Matt, but I mean, he's won, he's now won nine out of 15 games, which, you know, I mean, you know, we respect to wait for that. That's a, you know, and the, the way they've been, that's a, that's a great achievement. That's a great win ratio. Where's it, where's it going? Where, where can it go? Um, <laughs> I'll be honest. When we when we um, looked at the table after the after the game on Sunday and saw six, I was I was thinking, I was looking at the league table. I was thinking this is this is achievable. We can be in the playoffs this year if mm. if we continue on this sort of form. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself in terms of the Challenge Cup. I know what I said last time that it was very miserable and yeah. just I'm happy to just be there, but. Um, I think we can beat Wigan on Sunday. I know you're probably going to ask that soon anyway, but I feel like we can we can cause a problem. It's one game at a time, obviously, but mm. if we can get a, get a result against Wigan and we avoid the winner of Catalan and St. Helens, mm. I don't I don't fear any of the other sides. No, mm. no, Tottenham could await. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know. We, we're, while I, we're talking I've about, always, sorry, go on, mate. I was just going to say, I've always said I'll never go to um, a Challenge Cup final until Wakefield get there because I've always wanted my first time at Wembley to be watching Wakefield. Yeah. And if it's the year that it's at Tottenham, I'll be absolutely, thoroughly annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Definitely getting there now. Aren't yeah, I? definitely getting there. <laughs> well, while we're talking about the Challenge Cup then, obviously, I know you, we've said... Um, you know, it's a massive game, but uh, you've got the advantage of being at home as well. But where, where's this game won and lost for Wakefield then? Um, Jai Field. I know he's not a Wakefield player, but if, if you can, if we can sort of control him, not necessarily put him out of the game, but if you can control what he does and, and leave no gaps for him to go through, mm. I think we've, had, we've necessarily we've had um, an all right record against Wigan when we played them at home over the last couple of years. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a nice, nice 62-0 in there, wasn't there, a couple of years ago? Yeah. I, was, I was just going to mention that one, because it's always nice to mention, mention 62-0 yeah, in no, there. Yeah, feel free, yeah. <laughs> 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 Few of them players still playing now, to be fair, even though it's six years ago. Um, but yeah, I think the record at home against Wigan has always been semi-alright, and it's, it's a game that I would, if we were playing it at the DW, I'd be a lot more current, concerned. Yeah. Um, the Wigan don't tend to travel over here that well. Um, and now I've said that they'll put forty on at the weekend, but I I, I feel fairly confident actually, um, which I don't tend to do when it comes to the Challenge Cup. Yeah, I think you've every right to feel confident though. Yeah, I, do. I think the way yeah. you're playing is is you know excellent, and like you say, it's entertaining and it's fun and it's exciting. So every reason to feel confident, I think. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's something that I think Willie obviously wants to, to do well in this year. I think they are targeting the Challenge Cup, to be fair. Mm. But I didn't think we would, but um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy that we're, we're, we're taking it seriously for a change. Yeah. Mm. Are you brave enough for a prediction, Matt? Uh, I might do. I might do the old trusty and just say bye too. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Waitfield by eight. I think. Yeah. I think we. Yeah, Waitfield by eight, and and Hooker okay, beat Casford by seventeen yeah. as well. Uh, I, I know yeah. you didn't ask me for that one, but I like to that one. <laughs> but I hope there's um. I hope there's a packed house as well. Yeah. 
You know, I hope Belgium yeah, absolutely I mean, packed out. I think that'd be fantastic for the for that tie as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, they've made tickets fairly affordable, so I can't believe I'm going to advertise for the club here, but it's 15 quid, so if you've got nothing to do on Sunday, get yourself down to Belgium and watch a great game of rugby league. I saw that, actually, and I think it was only a fiver for kids as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So you, yeah. what you have a day out for the family for forty quid? Absolutely, no wrong with that. Top class sport, absolutely. Yeah. Um, a big couple of weeks as well, Matt, because it's the derby the week after, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've been joking with a couple of my friends who support Castleford. Um, we've got three games in eight days. I think two of two of them are Wigan, and the middle one's Castleford. So you know, it's, it's going to be a full squad effort. But yeah. I, I've said it a couple of times that I. I'd love nothing more than to beat Castleford. We haven't beat them in... I can't even remember the last time we beat them. It's been that long. Yeah. But I would genuinely... If someone asked me which I would rather win the Challenge Cup game or the, or the Castleford at home game, I'd probably take the Challenge Cup right now. Because um, there's always the opportunity to beat Castleford later in the year at Tottenham. But um, <laughs> that, that was our last question. Yeah, we were gonna give we were gonna give you a choice. We've got the challenge cup and the derby. You can win one, lose one, take your choice. That's what we were, that that was our last question for you. Oh, sorry, I keep I keep taking your question. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Great minds and all that. It's, Great, it's, it is. It's the podcaster in me. It's the podcaster in me. It I is. Can tell where it's going. So you're taking you're taking the challenge cup win over the derby. Yeah, just yeah, just. But if that was you. As long as it's not. That was Cameron. Yeah. If that was you, would would you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the Challenge Cup. It's no secret I love the Challenge Cup and going to Wembley and well Tottenham this year. But yeah, and like like Mark says, there's there's always later on in the year, isn't there, to get yeah. one back on them. So yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think part part of it as well is the fact that the Challenge Cup this year seems so open. I mean, St Helens have got Catalan, which is the two better sides in yeah. the draw, and everyone else kind of can beat everyone else. So. Mm. I, do, I feel like it's a good opportunity for a side like us to get to a final this year. Yeah. Absolutely, I do think there's, um, I do think there's a worry from from the RFL's point of view that it still could be a Huddersfield versus uh, Catalans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, it still could happen. That it still could happen. Yeah. Anyway, no, I can't deal with a can't deal with a final where it's just the cowbell ringing out loud. <laughs> Listen, Matt, we're going to let you go, but thank you so much for coming on tonight. And I know an extra thank you because I know that you've been you've been waiting to go to uh, check in at your hotel, aren't you? And you've hung around for us tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm, st- I'm still in the office. All the, all the night staff are in and they're looking at the like, who are you? So yeah, no, I should thank- probably get out of here very soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> but on the plus side, at least you've been able to have a bit of a boogie. Well, that's <laughs> it. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google all the donk songs I've listened to. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to have a party in my hotel room by myself tonight. Excellent. Oh, Thanks, Matt. And uh, good l- <laughs> and uh, and the best of luck for Sunday. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, Matt. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Well, that was a bit more uh, upbeat than the last time we spoke to him, wasn't it? Right. I've got, I've got a question, though. Okay. What What's donk music? It's like... Um, I didn't want to... The only way I can I put it to you yeah. is what you would describe as Lloyd music. Oh, right. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Uh, 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 yeah. Like that? Yeah. Angel. Like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. sort of okay. yeah. not like it's not like the It's not like Joy Division then? No, it's not quite Joy Division now. Okay. All right, fair enough then. <laughs> you know. Please follow the
Podcast Prediction League with Six Again. That's right. It's that part of the pod uh, where we bring Brian for the Predictions League. And Brian's on the line. Brian, how are you? Hi, boys. How are we? Hi, Brian. Very well. Have you had a good week, how Brian? Right, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Um, I've had some good days. I had a couple of poor days. But we'll get on to that in a minute. We will. We will, won't we? Um, somebody didn't. <laughs> I can see a grin across the table from me. <laughs> Right, do you want to update we're, we're, what we're going to do? We're going to update on the league, and we haven't got one this week, have we? With it being Challenge Cup, so we're like on an no. international break again. So we'll do the league, and then we'll uh, between us, we'll finally we'll look at the Challenge Cup quarterfinals this week before we uh, say goodbye for the evening. Yeah, 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 no worries. All right. So, do, would you like to update us, Bry? And just remind us who was who was on who was on show last week. Yes, for, we had for the insiders. We had Ewan uh, Clibbins, um, Leeds Rhinos wheelchair player. Yeah, he had an excellent um, win at weekend as well, didn't they? Yeah, they really did. Really good. Play. In, in, in front of, I, th- I think I read today, in front of um, the biggest crowd. Yeah, that a Super League game of had. Yeah, excellent. which is really good. Yeah. Um, we had for the Lancashire team. We had our Wigan fan Johnny. Okay. Um, for the stats team, we had Cass Tiger Stats. For Yorkshire, we had our Huddersfield fan, Nathaniel. Okay, we had know. myself and your two selves. Right, and how did it pan out, Bri? It panned out that we had a spot on this week, and it came from Callum, finally. Yeah. Hey. Well, while we're on this, Bri, right? Yeah. Keith Mason gets a seven-pointer all over yeah. on Twitter. Can- Andy gets a seven-pointer, all over it, can't get enough. I get a seven-pointer, not a word. <laughs> uh, I put it up, but you've never seen it. <laughs> not having it. <laughs> not having do you wonder why? Because as I was typing it, I was going, no, 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 no. And then I went, do I have to? Yeah. And I'd, But I really did. I promise you I did. He's been in a right soul with you, Brian, about it. <laughs> it, it sounds funny because I, I was I think it was Monday I was like no one said nothing about this I, put, I have put it up I know it's hidden in the dark web yeah it must be yeah just have to get another one then won't yeah. I <laughs> I'll get three and show that Keith Mason <laughs> so what, how does the table look Bri so we've now got well, it's closed up a bit. Uh, the insiders are still top. Ewan got 16 points this week. There's a one-point gap to Callum now. Come on. Who um, got 24 points this week. 30 clear as well, weren't they, the insiders? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, had a good week, Callum. Although it weren't the best week, to be quite fair. No, it wasn't. Uh, no, in third is Andy. Yeah, what's, um, the, gap? what's the gap there, Bri? The gap is 13 points. Oh. So, not... so not joint seconds. It's joint. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're moving up one um, due to the best week that we've had uh, this week with 26 points is Lancashire, Johnny. Ooh, very consistent. Johnny. Very good. Uh, with 105. Dropping down a place with the joint worst week with yourself, Andy, is myself. Now a point behind Lancashire on 104. Uh, the stats team is still in sixth. Uh, they got 18 points this week. They're six points behind myself. 
the, and then the, closing the. I get the sorry. with the stats team. The more use after the games than before. <laughs> 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 and then on bottom, but closing the gap again is the Yorkshire team. Nathaniel, he got uh, twenty-two points this oh, week. Well closing, done, closing the gap. That's oh, a good week. Yeah, well done, Nathaniel. Well done. So, right, all to, all to play for. So now we've got an international break now, haven't we? Mm. So that's not bad. Seems a good seems a good time to mention as well, Callum, about the, the plans for next week as well. Yes. On the pod, because I'm dead excited about this. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. So we we always have a, a, a fan spot, don't we? Yeah. So next week, we're hoping we've got four fan spots next week. Yes. As well as Bry. Yes, as well as Bray. So what we're hoping for next week is is there's a couple of big derbies next week. Well, it's a big derby week, and we're going to try and preview the Hull FC and Hull KR derby and the Saints and Wigan derby, aren't we? Yeah. And we're going to try and do that with our four con- uh, con- uh, contributors from those clubs. So that'll be, that'll be uh, hopefully, we can get on the line. Uh, Joe from Hull KR. Yeah. Uh, Nicola, Hull FC. Uh, I think it's going to be Gray representing Saints, isn't it? Yeah. And Johnny from Wigan. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a, a Good Friday special next week, isn't it? Yeah, so, excellent. So yeah, we'll I'm looking forward, forward to that. that. Yeah. Okay. So, should we move on to the Challenge Cup just to, to wrap things up then, the our little preview? Yeah. If we start off with Wakefield and Wigan, because uh, we've we've sort of covered that in a, a bit more depth, haven't we, with, uh, with Matt? Mm-hmm. Um, but where, what's your, what are your thoughts, Callum? Um... I think Wigan will edge it just. Um, I'd love for Wakefield to win and have a Challenge Cup run. Um, but, and like Matt says, they, you know, Wigan haven't travelled well to Wakefield in the last few years, but I just think that um, they've got one or two players that could do something special that will see them over the line. Okay. Brian? Yeah, I think it will be close as well. I think... I think this one's going to be interesting because I think they're doing the draw for it a half time at this game. All right. Okay. So if it's going to be a bit close and they've got what one might perceive as an easier route, mm. the the team who are stro- uh, who may be behind might get a bit of a G up at half time. Yeah, good yeah, point. Yeah. Because the sem- um, double header set is it Ellen Road the double header? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a triple header with um, the women's final. That's oh yeah, like of course. It, like yeah. It was last year, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That'd be good. Um but yeah, I think I think I think um it will be very close. Um you, I think the the injury to Johnson might just push it in Wigan's way. Well, according to Matt, then it's just a precaution and they're hopeful that he'll be back uh, for the for the tie on Sunday. Mm, whether that's just was, yeah. a bit of a mind game type thing, I don't know, but what if Johnson Doing a Ewan Clibbins. Yeah. Yeah. What if um what if Johnson plays? Right, I think it'll be a lot closer. I think I think he is the key. I think he's the difference. Mm. Um, I think you can see by one of his tries in the week, slalom and through. Yeah, I think I think he could be. I think he is the difference with Wakefield. He also only said, on the case of sorry, sorry. I was just Although, he also said yeah, that David Fafita might be back as well. Yeah, I think with I think with, if the if if Johnson had played against. Warrington in the in the last round, I think what Wakefield would have won by a lot more, yeah. and I think I think that's why he's a bit key. Well, I think if Johnson plays, Wakefield win. I'm going for I'm going for that. Okay. Mm. All right, let's uh, move on. Uh, let's let's go with Huddersfield versus Hull FC. 
Callum. Tough game, this. As you would expect from a Challenge Cup quarter-final, but um, both teams playing really well, really. Huddersfield, you would think going off league form, Huddersfield would have a, a slight advantage. Um, but Hull, have, Hull could do some magic things on the day, I think. Jake Connor, again, similar to the John, Tom Johnston thing, uh, Jake Connor is, is the key for Hull if he... He gets ticking. I think other players bounce off him. Um, I'm going to say Hull, but it could go either way. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Brian? I think this is a massive week for Huddersfield. Um, they've got, the, obviously, they've got the cup game. Then they've got Leeds away and then Saints at home. Mm. It reminds me of, remember, the, the old days under Arsenal, Wenger of Arsenal, they used to, like, buckle when you all had three, three big games in a, in a row, you, you get a feeling if Hull win, they, they might just slip off a bit off the form. They might lose two or three on the spin. On the flip side, I think if they do come up, come up, come out on top on this game, it gives them the momentum for the, the rest of the week. Mm. I think it's. I think this is the closest game of the weekend. Yeah. Because it's it's it really is it's toss of the coin as you as you used to have been saying for weeks. Hull, you just don't know which one they're going to turn up. No. And, and then you look you look at the stats from Huddersfield last week. Yeah, Catalan had horrendous travel issues, but when you got Chris Hill at his age, nearly doing two hundred meters in a game. Yeah, fantastic effort. Give me a winner then, Brian. One word. Hull. Okay. Um, I'm in Huddersfield. I think that I like the way they play. I like the way they drilled. I like the way they coached. I think they've, they've done really well. Um, I think at home they'll be too strong. Mm. I think Huddersfield will win that game. I think Hull might have one or two knocks as well. So whether any of them players come back, I don't know. Okay, let's go to the first game. I think is on Friday. Hull KR and Castleford. Okay, yeah. Um, a repeat of the nineteen eighty six Challenge Cup final. Castleford won that, by the way. Oh. That was with like the Beardmore brothers. And... I don't, I Rob don't. And Kevin, think, I remember oh, that, yeah. This, this is another tough. These, these quarterfinals are ridiculously tough to call. All four of them. Mm. Brilliant, some brilliant games in prospect this week. Yeah, these are so tough to call. Um, I'm, ooh, who am I going to say? I don't know. I think you could toss a coin. I'm going to say OKR. I'm going to say OKR with them being at home. Yeah. Um. Boosted by a good win yeah. against Warrington. Yeah, I think Cass have still got one or two niggles, like discipline. I think they've still got work to do as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think they've got a bit more work to do than, than right. uh, Rovers. So. It's all right beating to lose. Yeah. But I think when it comes to this one, there'll be a different matter again for them. And I think um, I think Hulk will be too strong, personally. Yeah. Brian, any quick thoughts? Yeah, same as yourselves. I think Hulk KR will... Uh, prevail although they will have the fear of five words Gaz O'Brien drop goal <laughs> um, but yeah I think is that, that four Callum? O'Brien is two O'Brien is two I'm confident it's two I'm with you Brian I'm with you and he's in charge of the, he's in charge of the scores for the prediction league <laughs> that's why you're now third yeah. that's why he's agreeing with me 
<laughs> I've really got 170 points and Wayne front, really. You just think, can't count. I think you should take 10 points off him, Bryce, for most. <laughs> yeah. Dis- disciplinary on a, on, a, on a Tuesday night. <laughs> two-week ban, you can't dip from the gates for two weeks. <laughs> no, but I think, I think KR... I think KR have got have got the I think they've got the home advantage. They've got everything going for them at the minute. Okay. They've they've pulled up one of the best signs of the, the season for me so far and Frankie Alton. Okay. He's been phenomenal. Tackles everything. So I think I think as he's saying, beating Toulouse is you no know, all leads at the minute. No disrespect, there's no big feat, is it really? So no. mm-hmm. I'd uh, say KR. And then finally uh, well we say the big one, but it's on paper it's the big one, isn't it? Mm. Not doing the other three a disservice, but Catalans versus Saints, Callum. Saturday yeah. afternoon. Huge game. Huge game. What are your thoughts? Um I think it depends if Alex Wormsley plays. Um I imagine he is doing. Um but if he sort of, you know, Fully fit and raring to go. That's the, I mean, he's the best front rower in the comp, isn't he? Uh, no question about that. Um, and, you know, a couple of others like, I think Will Hopawate was missing. Um, Matauti is still out. So it depends how many, you know, I think Alex Wormsley is the key. Um, from a Catalan point of view, I think Mitchell Pierce is back. So that'll be a big boost for them. Or not, we don't know yet. Yeah. So, um, Catalan going to Catalan away is always tough. Yeah, but with the team that they've got, it's an even tougher ask. Yeah, um, but I think it would be silly to go against Saints still. So I'm going to say Saints. Yeah, defending the cup, cup holders as well. Cup holders defensively, they are just <laughs> I think absolutely amazing as and, well. And I think if the defense is on song as it has been, then I think they'll win. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the. They're that's... A, they're a tough nut to crack. Defender, the, the, it's hard to score points against them. Well, it's hard to get in double double figures. Yeah, and I think if 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 Catalan can't get in double figures, then yeah, um, I think Saints will win. Yeah, no, I agree, but I think Saints just edge it still. Yeah, right. I think Saints just, but I th- you also get the, the feeling it's going to be like a playoff game. Yeah, and I think if. It's going to be similar to the final between Waddington and Saints, where Saints went in as clear favourites and then everyone knew if they couldn't score after 20 minutes, Waddington was going to win. Mm. And that's obviously what happened. So I think it's similar to that. I agree with what Carl said. Alex Wormsley plays. It's a, it's a different ball game, I think. Yeah. But I also think if if he even if he does, if Saints don't get anywhere near for the first 20 minutes, you... you you start leaning towards Catalan with. Yeah. Okay. So, Bry, uh, finally, uh, who are the four teams then that are going to Ellen Road? For me, Hull FC, Hull KR, and they'll get each other in the semis. <laughs> and so will we here. Wigan and Saints. Oh. He's even gone with a draw. I know. Excellent. Callum, your four teams. Uh, same as Bry. Two Hull teams, Saints and Wigan. Same draw in the semis as well. 
Um, no, I'll just mix it up and say <laughs> Saints get OKR and we can get LSC. Okay. I only said that because I, I predicted on the Crystal Ball pod that there would be a whole semi final. If I can't have in the in the Super League, I was gonna, I, I might as well have it next week. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going for uh, whole KR Saints, Huddersfield Giants, and Wakefield. Mm. Yeah. And yet, um, it wouldn't surprise me if none of us were right. No, and Saints will play Huddersfield in the semis. And who was the other two, sorry? Hull Care and Wakefield. Okay. That'd be a good semi-final. Yeah. So there you go. That's my prediction. Mm, very good. So well, let's see if anyone's right. We'll revisit this after uh, after the quarterfinals yeah. and the draw and see if anyone's right. Mm. So does that wrap us up? I think that wraps us up for this week. And and I'm sure if you're going, whether you're going to uh, another game uh, or the challenge or one of the Challenge Cup games, I'm sure you'll have a, a fantastic time, particularly at one of those four. Yeah, absolutely. So wherever you're going this week, enjoy your rugby league. So all that remains for me to say is it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Mm-hmm.